one of the very first like <laughs> nobody speaks artists. for Kanye. Well, yeah, well, yeah, speaking, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Welcome back to episode two of Elephant in the Room podcast. This is Carl, and here we got James. Episode two. Here we go. So today we're going to cover. It really shouldn't be controversial, but he is. Everybody loves to hate him or loves to love him. Uh, Kanye West himself. So we're going to talk a little bit about Kanye. Is he the symptom of the current political environment or is he the solution to the current political environment? Uh, People have been talking about this for many, many years. He's been around for even longer. Um, there's plenty we can go into. Um, I'm gonna let Jimmy start off with his current thoughts on, on Kanye and his role in, in the, in the political environment. Where do we start? Kanye's a very interesting person. I would say that, you know, overall, we generally need polarizing figures. I mean, I think... I think uh, people who stand out and preach a certain way of life, I mean, I feel like it's needed. I feel like it's a good thing. Uh, Just like we talked about previous episodes, it's always good for discussion. And I think, you know, it depends how you look at it to really answer the question. Do you look at where he is now and what he's doing? Do you look at where he comes from? Do you look at how, how he represents himself? Or do you judge him by his impact? I mean, what route do you want to take right now? So me me personally, I'm all about the whole picture. So I, I think there's absolutely value in where you're coming from and what you've done. But I think more than anything else, what speaks the most and what should be judged the most is what you're doing in the present and will do in the future. Not to say you should assume on the future. Um, obviously, I think you nailed it with polarizing person. Very much so. Um, obviously, his support for President Trump is probably what makes him the most polarizing. Less less vocal about it now more than than in the past. I know you've got a couple opinions on, on that support. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, speaking for Kanye, um, he's one of the very first... Like, <laughs> Nobody artists. speaks for Kanye. Well, yeah, well, yeah, speaking, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, well, like, you know, like when I first came on the scene and noticed who he was, you know, he, he would rap about, you know, wearing his pink polo. And, you know, most people firsthand at first glance was kind of like, you know, what's the deal with pink polo? I'm not going to do that. And then because of his just talent and ambition to be a great artist, it kind of just pushed the wave to, you know, actually having people wearing pink polos so i think with him noticing his influence power and his imprint and culture i feel like he's always gone against the grain i just feel like he he's always went in his own direction and that's kind of what made kanye kanye but to speak about his support for president trump i think it comes from an origin where he just He's just uh, lived just like, you know, similar probably to myself. Like we've lived a similar kind of way of life. Like we saw similar things like happen. I mean, obviously, you know, different part of the world that he's lived in. But, you know, we noticed things were like the status quo 
And I think we both opened our eyes and knew that there was just more out there. And like after meeting anti-establishment, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Like he understood that you know there's a way of order, and he understood that going through that order wasn't you know the way to go. So he decided to go against the grain and did did what he wanted to do. And I think for him to support President Trump, I think it's it's a very great thing because literally um, there's going to be people that are going to be very distasteful towards it. And I think it's beautiful. I mean, he's just doing what he believes. And, you know, people can sit there and say, oh, yeah, he's doing it for sales or he's doing it for influence. I mean, for him to do it and just, you know, do his thing, I think that's a very great thing. Personally, I'd have more respect if he was doing it for just sales or just for influence because volumes. Um, personally, I started like I started listening to him. I don't even know what year. I was listening to him on my Walkman probably for a year straight. Same CD <laughs> on my on my Walkman on the bus to school on repeat. And I'm not gonna lie, I've never, I've not always been like this fucking Kanye groupie. After after that time, he fell off for many years. I was probably like, yo, fuck that dude. He's a joker. He's just he's just buck wild. And then over the last couple years, I'm not gonna lie. Again, I'm not, I'm not all Trump. I'm not this big. I'm gonna defend him on everything. But in the case of Kanye, I'm not gonna lie. There's something about what he's what he's doing, and he's he's not going out unapologetically, being like, "I'm gonna stand behind everything that the president stands for." I'm unapologetically supportive of everything he does. He's just saying, "Hey, fuck the system. You you don't have to do what everyone says you got to do," and he's. I'm always a I'm always a fan of of the the underdog, if you will, somebody challenging the status quo, and uh, given given the alternative, kind of like you were you were given. Yeah, like two quick things. Um, you know, I feel like America is a redemption story. I feel like America loves tragedies. Everyone loves when someone can get back up when they fall down, and you know that's what his first single "Through the Wire" was about. How he got into that car oh. accident. And things were, yeah, you know, things weren't going to make it. And he somehow made it through and he's here now. And I feel like anyone can relate to that. And, and, but, and just like you were saying with, you know, anti-establishment, I think it's kind of cool that we can actually stand up and say that we're going with this new idea. I want to see how this works. You know, you may not agree with it right now, but let's give it a shot because that's what America's about trying new things and making ourselves better. I I am so much on board with that. So this part is where I think like nobody wants to hear us agree with each other left and right. This is the part where I of think course. we're going dis- to disagree slightly. And this is where okay. like for the most part Kanye's been like he's he's been on on the the sides of of the news cycle and and the peripheral but until the last couple of weeks, he's he's definitely kind of popped back up with his Sunday service. And so his Sunday service for anyone and Jimmy Chime in, I'm sure you can explain it better than me. For anyone who isn't familiar, he's 
he's a producer he's a he's a singer he's a songwriter he does all these things whatever i'm not big in the music industry but he in la or in uh burbank in his home he hosts family and friends and has the equivalent of a religious service on sundays where they're jamming out to my understanding is mostly his songs which are equivalent to worship service and me not being religious um to each their own i got no problem with it it's interesting i'm fascinated by it but the last couple of months he's been torn all over and he's been doing pop-up events for the public for free and turning people out in droves in the tens of thousands or in the thousands on the moment's notice and he is just straight he is is a very interesting spectacle to, to see a worship service driving people out. And before I get my, my maybe critical take that's going to argue with you, I want to hear your, your two cents on, on this Sunday service stuff that's going down. Um, the Sunday service is a very um, interesting uh, idea. Like, to me, it's, you know... It's I don't, like, where can I start with this? Like, you know, I, like, I feel like it's a it's a cultural it, movement. That's my my two cents. It's interesting because like, like, I just feel like because um, I'm not a very religious person myself, but I feel like for him to play his music in a gospel aspect way and to bring people through, you know, love of Jesus, love of God it's a very interesting idea because because most people would say oh if i did such a thing i mean people would just go to church same thing but it's not because it's you know it's Kanye west obviously but at the same time um i feel like you know in everyday's world um there's there's people going back to the church i honestly believe that i see people um you know, like when all else fails, like some people go to the divine being to for salvation. And I'm not saying that it's good or bad. I'm just saying that's what people are doing. And because of Kanye West um, experiencing episodes of where he lost control of his life. And just like I was mentioning before, having a redemption story and coming back and he's kind of sharing how he got back to where he is now. He has a family. You know, he lives in Wyoming or wherever you were mentioning earlier. He does his thing and, you know, he seems very happy with what he's doing. And for him to go out of his way and like produce these Sunday services for friends and family and people who want to attend, I think, you know, using his, you know, love for God and Jesus Christ and whatnot, I think it's a very interesting idea, whether you agree or disagree. I think it's, I think it's wonderful. And I feel like, I would like to see actually more artists take upon his ideas and have services with people, whether it's church based or not, you know, just be one with, you know, their fans and their supporters. And I feel like overall that could bring a better effect to everyone. That's where I see the, the interest. And there's a lot of criticism from, from the conservative side, from the conservative Christian side that he is commandeering and hijacking the the Christian religion for personal gain 
that he's disruptive to traditional norms and having no skin in that game whatsoever. I just laugh at that shit. And I personally find it (laughs) funny and fascinating and inspiring. So having no spiritual value to me in the, in the religious sense, it is, it is really interesting to, to see that perspective of, and I don't want to say that like stuck in their ways, but whatever, however you might want to describe those of, of faith in that particular, in that particular faith who are offended by it. If, if you want to ascribe to your faith, ascribe to your faith. And if this person doesn't, doesn't align with you, then don't, then just do your thing. But to be offended that he is doing it in a new innovative way that is engaging i if and this is this is a leap for me but if if i was religious if i was a christian i would be biting at the opportunity to align myself with this kind of shit because this is the kind of shit that takes you into the 21st century that that makes you modern and if anything needs that kind of facelift and that kind of modernization it's definitely religion. And you see that in a lot of niche areas. You, you've got the kind of modern churches and shit like that. But, but this is the kind of shit that, that definitely draws the masses. And for me, I find it fascinating that it's a, a challenge to culture and all of that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not there with the praise to Jesus and all that. And I, res- I respect you if that's your thing. Um, but he's he's pulling a hell of a lot more than than Christians to these things, which is is the interesting part. But you know, but because here's the thing, like I do, like I came from a family that does, you know, you know, believe in the Word of God and Jesus Christ, and I do understand it, and you know, and you know, I've I've accepted it. I do, you know, that's where I come from. I'm not just like I said, I'm not very religious. I don't go to church all the time, but I just feel like. You know, God is the divine being. He's the perfect being. And obviously we're a form of him. And I think as humans and individual people, we try to be the perfect form ourselves by doing great or doing good and making sure that we don't harm others and live among each other and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a very easy, not easy, but more people are going to be more open to the idea because, you know, just like I said, it's the divine being speaking to us. Are you saying Kanye is the second coming? <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> for, not, not, not for me, not for me, but the, no, cause I feel like, I feel like it's tough because I, I just, I just just say that. And then it's just like, I'm going to sit here and be like, Oh, um, you shouldn't blindly follow one person because it's just tough because, because realistically the other person you should believe in is probably yourself and you know, you know, where you base your ideas from. But because I can't sit here and say he's he's gonna be our prophet or anything. I just hope that he does well and he continues to do what he did what he continues to do what he does. And he you know, and he and if he helps others, then that's beautiful. I'm very happy for him. And I'll try my way to help others myself. So this is where I make the ridiculous comparison, but a lot of people who criticize him for being a false prophet and all of this, I would challenge mm-hmm. the cor- the correlation to the criticism of what he's doing. Obviously, there's self-promotion. 
The dude is an incredible salesman. His his record shows it. Whether it's his production, his his you you can speak better to the, to the Yeezy brand and all this other stuff. But the dude is a salesman. There is no denying that. But if you take take what he's doing, whether it's in this context or in in his whole career, and compare that to a politician. I would challenge you to find very little difference between the self-promotion of the two and to call one a self-profit, a false profit and self-promoting and to call the other a politician or someone that we're falsely placing hopes in. That's where I see kind of this contradiction culturally. Yeah. I mean, it's either, it's a, it's a, it's a tale of two journeys, whether you, you look at it objectively and say, hey, um, this individual is doing this, this, this and that. Just, just proving what you just said about you know, politicians and him. Or you can look at it on the other side and say, okay, this is a black guy from Chicago doing what he does. And you can get very different distinctions. But you are correct. But at the same time, you know, just, so you, just like we've always talked about before, you know, we, as long as we have emotions moved, as long as we have people thinking things, they're just going to pour in money into what they believe in. And, and, and he just, he just takes that opportunity. You know, it just reminds me of this, you know, this book I've read, you know, it's called the 36 stratagems. And one of them is called, one of the stratagems is take the opportunity to pilfer a goat. And that basically means that always, always when you see an angle to, you know, make things better, whether it's financially yourself or impacting others, you should always mm-hmm. take the opportunity. And we can never, we can never diss on anyone taking the opportunity, whether you agree or disagree with them. That's why you have individuals out here, you know, pushing, um, pushing others to like stop their CO2 emissions and stuff like that. Because when things get put in place, they benefit. And whether you agree or disagree, people are going to always go with their ways about how to benefit. So that that default to be selfless or selfish rather. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it's like when you, when you look at it, it's like you gotta, you always have, I try to tell like my friends and everyone, like try to always look at things with empathy. Like if you were in their shoes, like would you do it yourself? Because no one's going to sit there and be like, oh, no, I wouldn't do it because I believe in it. If you knew that you were going to benefit or things were going to be really good for you for your future generations, why would you say no? I think that's big. I'm big on that selfless, selfish selfish balance. And you said that's the 36 stratagems? The 36 stratagems. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, you should give it a shot. I mean... There's, there's a lot of individuals who practice these ideas day in, day out. They don't really like notice, but it's, it's a, it's like a guidebook for like, you know, engagement. It is engagement for war, but I feel like you can always use it for, you know, how do you deal with others without, without being too selfish and uh, bad intentions included. Kind of in a, in a social context. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. And so, and, oh, go ahead. Yes. No, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, we have, 
we have plenty of individuals like like the internet's such an interesting thing where every like every individual has the power to you know move an opinion or get people started on discussions on things as long as you're able to effectively communicate and we have individuals out here who you know say many things and yeah it gets them riled up or gets them angry or gets them excited whether it is you know that's just how the this is how the world turns and and as long as this is going on pro- people are going to profit people are not going to profit ideas are going to be pushed and i just feel like using podcasts and using the internet is just such a great way to you know expand expand our knowledge and basically be more equipped to deal with the ever changing world yeah i i definitely agree i think yeah. i think com- conversation and the dialogue is important it's easy to say but it's so fucking hard to actually put into practice in everyday context that so many of our personal interactions, so many of our, even our friendly interactions are kind of muted in a sense of like censorship that we do to ourselves on both sides <laughs> to try to appease people. But so much value and so much progress comes from that kind of candid, actual, honest conversation. And I think a lot of, and this is, again, me not want to speak for you, but a lot of my personal growth has come from those occasions where I'm being like radical candor is taking place. And I'm still not at the peak where I'm, I'm, I'm all the way there. But I think a lot of our phenomenal discussion is in that same context as well. Yeah, I actually want to say something about that. Um, It's, I, 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 it's very confusing because I feel like this world is trying to implicate, like, like try to put in place an idea where it's like, Hey, people are mistreated. So we're going to call everyone out who mistreats people. So what that does is it puts an inner lining thinking layer in your mind saying, Oh, this person's been mistreated. So I want I don't want to open that can of worms where realistically we should always take an opposite approach of being respectful and understanding that individuals are individuals like i've always said and it's just it's just interesting because when you when you throw that mindset it's like a double-edged sword where people are going to use that to judge others as well and i just we're going down a slippery slope and i try to always tell people you just got to backtrack and just start from the beginning and start with respect and it's just crazy because um we're just trying to like almost play like thought police out here about how how we need to like treat others and make sure that we don't reveal hate instead of taking the opposite angle and saying let's just start with respect i like that and i think especially when we're talking about the kind of bridging the gap between the extremes and even with the, the with the middle is if everyone could agree on any given thing, which is never going to be the case, but if there's going to yeah. be something that we can all kind of center around, it's going to be respect and how we play that out is, is going to vary. But I think common I, decency. You're listening to elephant in the room podcast. All right. Hey, so, so one question I want to ask you that's you know, curious in my mind, considering that we live in like in a society where like, being very polarizing can like actually make you very effective. 
Meaning the more polarizing you are, it seems like the better job you're doing. Because haters wouldn't hate someone who isn't doing good. Like, they'll just leave you alone. So one thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, since we've been talking about Kanye and, you know, people, you know, all this, this whole podcast, what makes what what would make what would be the difference for you from a polarizing figure being effective versus someone who's just trolling or someone who's just trying to rattle the cage? So so I think the two biggest things to differentiate trolling versus legitimacy or however you want to describe it are gonna be their their history, so their consistency over time, and their integrity. So how consistent how consistent have they been over time, and how honest have they been, or what it, what is the perception of of their honesty? And in his case, I think that's what makes him so powerful or so disruptive. That no, across the board, he's not the most honest, or the he's not going to be the most the highest rated for integrity. However, when we're talking at that level of celebrity and we're talking about the sheer masses of people that that person influences, even having a 50, 50 split on the, on the support is impressive. And in this case, it it is phenomenal. And trolling to me is that, that comment or that person online that has almost no history and no, and no backing and no support or no consistency over time of that belief. Now, if it was somebody with a counter argument that had made that counter argument time after time, I, would, I wouldn't take that as a troll. That would be a legitimate counter argument. In his case, I would honestly say he is challenging the status quo. And if there's anything we can count on with Kanye, it's that he's going to fucking disrupt whatever the hell you think about him and go the complete opposite way. And I got to respect that if, if nothing else, no real, that, real talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people like to, you know, criticize religion and say that like, you know, we need a, you know, sheep or sheep. So people need people, people need something to believe in. And, you know, and some people always wonder, come across themselves, like, do they need to look up to anyone? Should they really look up to themselves? Should they really believe in themselves to do the utmost? But at the same time, you know, people are going to do what they want to do. And if someone wants to support the president or not support the president or support an organization, not support an organization, you know, just understand that there's just entities pushing to modify opinion. So it's just interesting how, like, we get caught up in fighting and, and trying to figure out within ourselves where realistically it's supposed to be one of those things where you can find your own serenity. You should find how, what makes you happy and, you know, live it, live it, show others that you can, you can live the ideas that you preach. And I feel like that's one thing we should always uh, keep in mind when we engage in, with each other in life. Oh, most of us know over time. And I want to say maybe, Back, Kanye was saying in 2012 he'd be running for president, um, which we all know was not the case. But what are your thoughts on the eventual or inevitable run of Kanye for president of the United States? 
Um, I would say the biggest advantage he has is he kind of has a pulse in the culture. And realistically, like even the current president today, he's been in politics for probably over 30 years. He's under, he's seen who does what, who is doing what, and he's kind of, he's kind of basically have a driver's seat on the culture. And I feel like for him to emerge and be as polarizing, which is something brewing over 30 years of culture that he's witnessed. And I feel like for Kanye to pursue that idea, why not? This is the land, the opportunity. He should do whatever he wants. And I feel like as long as he has people supporting him and he does the things for the, for the right or doing things to how he sees that it's correct or right or if that you know, if he keeps impacting people, why not? We can give it a shot. I'll probably I'll vote for him just to see what happens. It's uh, I I very much respect the sentiment, and I think that's one of the biggest conflicts most people have of of the what if. For me, it's it's the who he surrounds himself with once he's in, and that's something you can't decide until until they're in. And uh, I think I think you nailed it with with the intention and what their beliefs are. And I think if anything we've learned since Trump has become president, it's opened the floodgates for almost anything to happen. And my personal opinion would be Trump was just the, just the simp, just the, the first step of, of many things to come to completely disrupt and fuck up what we know as status quo. So, I would say my I would say my advice is to probably do some westerns. You know, I feel like history has shown that that can also can help too. You know, <laughs> you're saying Paul Reagan and and starring some <laughs> western movie. Hey, I mean, I'm not gonna say it didn't help him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess starting in some movies can help him. You know, put his put his name out there in a bigger spotlight. You know, of course I'm joking, but you know. It couldn't hurt. All right, I'm against I'm against intro music, but we might have to pull that Kanye song and the the Western intro for the next one. <laughs> most definitely, most All definitely. Right, we'll end it on this one. Um, we'll find some more shit for us to actually disagree on, since we're we're lining up on more than we're not. Oh, definitely. But, I mean, um, yeah. Let's end it on some Jimmy some Jimmy wisdom. As, as we did on the first one. All right. The wisdom of the day is go out there and put yourself in the uncomfortable zone and do something new. Whether it's, whether it's helping someone, whether it's providing a meal for someone else, whether it's giving some advice or going out there, assisting someone with yard work or something, always go out there and try to impact because you never know how it comes back and pays tenfold. And I'm not saying to do it for, for that reason. It's just pushing good energy. Good energy swings around. They'll come back. You're welcome. I like it. All right. Appreciate you if you guys made it this far. We'll see you for <laughs> round three. Round three. Take care, guys.